Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. and welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you back here today. Today, I'm going to talk to you about lessons learned in business. As you may know, I launched a marketing business over 12 years ago now. And when I first started, I was just a solopreneur. I was helping people with their marketing. I hadn't really had the vision of being a complete business owner. I guess I was working with more of a freelance mindset I was on maternity leave. I'd had my first child and I was just really passionate about helping others. I wanted to use my time that I had to help other business owners and see what was out there, see what impact I could make personally for others. 12 years later, when I look back on my business ownership journey, there's lessons I've learned and some lessons big, some lessons small, but I really thought sharing them with you as you go about your business ownership journey, whether you you haven't launched a business, whether you're five years in, or whether you're a professional marketer that dreams of one day taking the plunge, I'd love if my learnings in business could help impact you on your journey. For me, I'm a very people-orientated person. I love helping. I love making a difference. And one of the biggest lessons I learned early on was I wasn't charging enough. When I first launched back in 2010, my business grew rapidly via word of mouth through Facebook. Facebook was hyper-engaged. I don't think groups were around. It was really different pages and we would connect with each other and, and, you know, network on Facebook. And I was so fortunate to to work with uh, quite a large networking group in Melbourne called Motivating Mums. I did some work for one client and then like wildfire, it spread through the group and and I did work for many amazing female-owned businesses in and around that group. And I went on to run my own Motivating Mums circle in Sydney for a few years and again, met some amazing women that I'm still close to today. The key lesson though, starting out for me was that you don't know what to charge. You know, the first time somebody asks you for a certain solution, you have no idea, you know, what to charge, what that should look like, what's realistic. I knew I was working with micro businesses. Um, many of these women like myself had had recently had children and were really working on passion businesses that they hoped to to get up into a larger capacity one day. So I felt... A, not a pressure, but I, I felt a responsibility, I guess, to be really fair and really accessible. And when you're a professional services business starting out on your own, you have zero overheads. I owned my computer, my big chunky desktop computer already, and there really wasn't a need to invest in, in much. You know, I had an internet connection, had a computer, I already had a phone, I sort of had all the tools of trade. So there wasn't that need of cost recovery. So I started with a, a marketing plan, a mini marketing plan product, and I used to charge $50 for it. And this marketing plan sometimes took me three to four hours, sometimes took me 10. 
And when I look back now and I think about, you know, why I wasn't charging more, I think also it was about valuing myself and valuing my ability, valuing my expertise. As a, as a small business owner or as a business owner where you're providing almost a personal product that's based on your expertise, it's hard to understand the value other people will see in that. And, and often it's hard to recognise what your skills are that come easy to you, what they're worth to somebody else. When you're always in that doing and, you know, I'm a person where ideas just flow. You tell me about your business and ideas flow for me. It's hard to understand that there's value in that. And, and so, you know, when I look back, that was that was the start of, of of a bit of a systemic problem in the business, you know, that, that grew, which I'll touch on in a moment. I think, you know, as as time went on and I and I grew my team, obviously that put new financial uh frameworks in place that that meant we had to charge a different price structure. And, you know, social media marketing when we started into social media management wasn't as competitive and wasn't as cluttered as it is now and I guess there was an opportunity there to you know to charge more because we we were you know one of the first but again that that's not where I guess I went with with my values um but over time you know really we weren't charging enough and and as we grew you know we used to charge I think 390 dollars for four weeks management of you know uh Instagram or Facebook and Again, you know, when you've got a team and you've got an office, that those prices were lower than what a what a freelancer would would charge. And so, you know, when I look back in today's lens, a massive lesson is valuing your expertise, valuing your authority, and having the confidence to charge what you know you're worth. The second lesson that I learned in in my business was investing in in amazing staff, and you know over 12 years i've i've employed oh probably 15 20 plus individuals and you know i i can honestly hand on heart say we haven't been the highest you know paying job opportunity at the time um and that is the systemic problem of not charging enough not charging enough meant that we had a lot of small clients and and then you know not not masses of of profit and and excess revenue to reinvest in staff so you know i've been so fortunate to have amazing people work with me and i think partly you know they came on that journey and they were really invested in the values of the business and invested in i guess what i could bring them from a mentorship perspective uh, but what what that meant was I was never in a position to hire staff at a level that could take the pressure off me. So making those key senior investments, those key senior positions available within the business would, would be at the detriment of the business under the pricing model that we've had. So not doing that has meant, you know, for probably most of the the business life is that I've carried a lot and I you know I still am heavily invested personally in 
um, you know, client onboarding, meeting clients, talking to clients, running strategy. And I have an amazing team that run the day-to-day of digital marketing, paid ads, website development, but still, you know, I've I haven't been able to to attract those key staff members that can really take the business further. And, you know, we've had amazing growth year on year, but certainly, um, you know, this catch-22 of charging enough and that that volume of clients has meant that we haven't been able to to expand into that higher um higher leadership style staff and and so you know i think the lesson there has been about how to meter your growth you know i'm not somebody who had aggressive goals um i didn't want to be a you know 20 plus person multi-million dollar business you know a lot of this hype of eight-figure business, seven-figure business, you know, we weren't talking about that three, four years ago. And and I think there's some great motivation in that. But I also think it's important to think about what you want and, and the life, I guess, the life-work balance that you're after. A good friend of mine, um, we were together in a program a couple of years ago called EO, um, Entrepreneurs Only, and we're in the Accelerator program, which is for businesses turning over under a million dollars. I think it was between 500K and a million dollars in revenue. And the program is very much about how to fast track to to get over a million dollars of revenue. And one day Katrina said to me, do you even want to earn, like, do you even want a business that generates over a million? Like, what would that mean from a life, you know, life business perspective? Is it, she said, sometimes I don't even know if that's what I really want. And as a great, you know, a great conversation. We both have children in in primary school. Um, And it is, it is a real interesting question about having the vision for the size you want your business to be. I'm very patient in terms of growth. And I also have metered growth against my family's needs. So have definitely made calls of, of where I felt if I, um, you know, to 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 grow bigger or to attract certain clients, I would need to invest time that would take away from my family. Now I say that knowing hand on heart that I I probably work about fifty to seventy hours a week, so you know I certainly don't have amazing work life balance in that respect. Um, but I have needed that growth along the way. Which brings me to a really um, pertinent third lesson, and that is I didn't invest in my own development up until I would say three to four years ago. I wasn't investing in myself. I was, you know, the workhorse of the business. I was the the front man, if you like, front lady. Um, but I wasn't. I, I, you know, I wasn't talking to anyone. I wasn't being mentored by anyone. I wasn't. I guess I didn't have a bounce board. I didn't have someone or people around me that could help me see outside of myself. And that investing in my own personal development, I would say in the last four years, my mindset shift is is huge and and changes I've made to the business around, you know, our, our, our product offering, our pricing, our internal structure, the the team, the team, the culture, the processes. Um, I've I've worked with countless 
really meaningful individuals. I, I work with an amazing leadership coach, Amy, from Craft Coaching, uh, probably in our second year now. And Amy just blows me away the work that we do together. And I'm so appreciative of it because as a as a business owner, you know, often there is no one else you can talk about certain things with. You know, Amy's looked at my, you know, my team structure. We've brainstormed that before. We've talked about the vision. We've looked at values. We've mapped out culture. She's worked on certain um, profiling uh, techniques with me to help me understand who I am as a leader and what I need to do to best support my staff. We did the same profiling with my staff to understand who they are and, and what their working styles are. And that work has been amazing as a leader to to be able to start to understand more about myself and and actually lead a team. Whereas I think for many years, I almost saw myself as a fellow employee of the business and and honestly, no one was leading it. So that, you know, that's been so important. I've done money mindset work through Denise Duffield, again, which has revolutionized the way I value myself and my own expertise. I work with Suze Chadwick on a program to, you know, um, increase your voice and increase your personal brand and really, again, become the authority in your uh, industry that, that, that you are, that you're, you know, that you're not, that you're not stepping into. And, and that work is and has been amazing. Um, I've worked with a, a fantastic business process specialist, Carrie Ann from Verve, who, who helped me to process map the whole business this year and, and create procedures and, and policies and working instructions, just structure that we never had. So, you know, investing in your own development, looking at your, you know, your weaknesses or looking at the support you need to get your business to the next level and investing in that, you know, I know when you're starting out, it can be hard to commit to financially investing in yourself. You know, there's already so many overheads, but I can hand on heart say every dollar I've invested in myself, I've got back multiple times over and, and I guess, has made certain elements less lonely and and really helped to stretch my mind as well. The next big lesson for me in business, uh, <laughs> which comes, you know, which which came from my my investment in my own development, is realizing I had no boundaries. So I um I could do, uh, I could go on for hours about all the different ways I had no boundaries, but. I have, I guess I've been a people pleaser <laughs> most of my life. And, you know, this spilled into a, a passion for my my clients and, and, you know, almost a devotion. So, you know, if I'm asked, can you help us with this at the last minute? I'll, I'll make it happen. I'll, uh, I would sacrifice my own personal time, um, work night and day and, and, you know, prioritize other businesses also ahead of my own business. You know, often the, the time I need to put into my business, if a, if a client's business needed something, I would forego the time that I might have previously put aside for my own business. Uh, you know, so, so trading that time out, trading out wellbeing time, not looking after myself, not, you know, from a, a nutrition and, and exercise standpoint. Um, also, you know, being squeezed. <laughs> so, uh, you know, somebody wanting to negotiate 
I used to, you know, I used to just kind of give it up. Oh, okay, you want to pay this? Sure, let's do that. Or let me throw this in. Or, you know, um, those sorts of those sorts of things that came from not valuing my expertise and the work that we do. Um, and, you know, thinking I needed to help everybody all the time, whether that be for free or whether that be working with clients that weren't a great fit for us. Um, so, you know, I've really learned and, and I continue to work on it every day that, you know, those boundaries, both personal boundaries, as well as boundaries around the work. So critical to having, I guess, a a healthy business, but also a healthy you, you can only stretch yourself so thin. And, you know, I'm, I'm so fortunate to never have burnt out. Um, but God, I've got close and you just don't know, you know, I, I, I've often said to people, I, I've never burnt out, but I'm sure, you know, I'm sure I've been right there or, you know, how, how do you know, you, you don't often know you're about to burn out until you can't get out of bed for weeks. So, you know, I've been retraining myself and, and really being more conscious of where I give my energy and how I give my energy and, and what matters, you know, and, and, and what that priority is. For me, the final and and I guess most important lesson that I've learned through running my business over the last 12 years is that helping people is the most rewarding thing ever. For me as a person, I I I genuinely and honestly love helping people. I I feel so satisfied. I feel so grateful for, you know, the team members that I've been able to mentor. You know, I've had team team members start as an intern and, and leave, you know, four or five years later. I've had staff come with, you know, limited confidence and, and you know, ex- some experience and three years later be thriving in their roles, um, uh, you know, shining stars out of uni that have then gone on to stay with us for a few years and, and make their mark. And, you know, the the internal side of, of people has been so rewarding and so challenging at times, but, you know, so rewarding. And, and then the external, obviously the clients. I have such wonderful client relationships. I have people that I've consistently or, or on and off worked with over you know over 10 years and and some even the whole 12 and you know when when they they might go off for a while or they might do you know they might have someone internal start or whatever it might be and come back a few years later you know they always say the same thing we always knew we could depend on you you did an amazing job um I I, I love that I love knowing that there's people out there that I've genuinely helped that look back on our our work together really positively. I love that it's small business. I love knowing that I can help someone with their own passion, uh, you know, to to grow and and to make it because it's hard. It's hard out there. It's, it's, you know, it's hard to launch something or to start something, to stick with it, to find success with it and, and you know, the impact that we have on our small clients is is huge. As I've touched on many times, I worked in huge organizations with um, you know, multi-million dollar budgets, and it was never really rewarding. You know, as a younger marketer, you want to work for those big brand names. You want to, you know, you want it on your resume, you want it 
you want to be able to say to your friends, you know, I worked at, I, I worked for Bonds, I worked for Burley, I, you know, worked at Holden. They're great names. Everyone's, oh yeah, I know that name. You don't have to explain it to people. But the the truth is that that work is, you know, you're a small piece in a very, very big ecosystem where when you work with small business, you're critical, you know, the impact that you're having will make or break that business. And with that becomes a huge responsibility, but the rewards, the rewards are so personal and, you know, so meaningful. And and I love that. I think my business has taught me so much about myself and, you know, taught me that I am people over profit, that I am, you know, intrinsically about human connection and, I I do genuinely, as I said, love love helping others, and and so I've been able to create the perfect business to support what really makes me happy. So I hope you've enjoyed hearing about the lessons I've learned in my own business. I can't say it's been always smooth sailing. You know, there's been times when I've wanted to throw it in, just like you probably have too. Uh, but. It's a beautiful thing to look back at lessons and see how far you come and imagine how far there still is to go. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to hearing your feedback. Jump on socials, tell me about your business, tell me about the lessons you've learned. I'd love to hear them. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, Be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.